0: The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows.
1: Let's get bitchless. list. we actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that fing tiara into, until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan! Oi! <laughs> Welcome back to the Bitchless Bride Podcast on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. You guys, today I'm like fucking, I can't even stand how excited I am right now because I have like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite bloggers, like not just wedding bloggers, but like bloggers ever. Um, I have Kat Williams. She is the founder of Rock and Roll Bride and she is like so fucking awesome. I can't even stand it. Kat, are you there? Hi. That's so nice. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Well, we are so 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 excited to have you on the show. Um just to give you the history, I met Cat in 2012. I attended one of her blog academy courses in New York with Gala Darling and Nubby Twiglet, and I started gaining traction with Bitchless Bride and didn't know what the fuck it was doing. And Cat, <laughs> Cat did, and it was a a weekend course that was probably like it. truly really changed the course of Bitchless Bride. I took their advice to heart and ran with it, and saw amazing results. Um, but more than anything, for our listeners out there, uh, Cat's website is amazing. She shows real weddings from all walks of life, all budgets, and and truly like a go-to for every bride and groom out there. So I really, Cat, I'd love to just kind of hear your story, how you got started, all that fun stuff.
2: Oh, thank you. That's such a, a nice intro. Um, so I basically started my blog in 2007, which basically makes me a dinosaur. <laughs> Girl, internet. get in line, <laughs> you don't
1: even know. <laughs> um,
2: so I started my blog then. Um, I was engaged at that point and I just kind of started it as a way to document my wedding planning, I suppose. It was like, you know, there wasn't really, in- well, it wasn't Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff really. Right. Um, so it was just a way for me to like talk about my wedding to other people. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Yeah. um, And it kind of like gained a bit of traction. Um, There wasn't that many blogs around then. I mean, there probably was, but not, you know, in that sphere. So I guess, you know, I kind of gained like a very small little niche audience of people, um, people that i would met on forums and stuff. Um, And then the short version is that after we got married in 2008, I kind of carried the website on. But as um, it kind of changed from talking about my wedding to then sharing... Sort of cool inspiration and in other people's weddings that I found online. It just was a very natural progression. Like, it wasn't so to be a business. It was literally just like, oh, I found this on Flickr and I think it's really cool. So I'll stick it on my blog. Ooh, um, Ooh Flickr. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'll right? Throw- <laughs> Total throwback. Um, and yeah, like, I guess, yeah, it happened very naturally. I think because I was sharing things that you couldn't really see in the mainstream. Um, even now, you know, 11 years later, the industry has um, come on a lot. But um, even now, you still don't really get that much really alternative stuff um, in magazines and on blogs. Um, but back then, it was really, really, really like, whoa, these people are wearing black. And they've got tattoos. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Um, so I guess it kind of gained a bit of you know, notoriety because I was showing something different. Um, and it very slowly got more traffic. And then people wanted to advertise. And then, yeah, in 2000 and... 10 i want to say i quit my job to do it full-time Damn. and then in 2011 my husband quit his job to become a kept man <laughs> life <laughs> goals <laughs> right yes. there for me <laughs> sugar mama <love laughs> it. i'm joking of course i'm joking um, you're like half joking i'm not
1: the <laughs> <laughs> no but it's it's really nice though because i i think you're absolutely right i mean nathan and i have planned weddings for Combined people, decades—we're not that old. Um, but but we we've seen a lot of cookie cutter, and it's it's fucking boring after a while. And I think that people get yeah. like a little afraid that they can't really have the wedding they want because God forbid, like, what will people think? And and when you mm. started, you not only did you start it back dinosaur year. No, I'm kidding. But like in 2010, <laughs> but you showed it well like it wasn't just that you were you you had a wonderful story it was an easy read it's still an easy read I still go to your blog all the time and it makes me so happy I ordered Kat also puts out a print magazine and I ordered the first what year was that the first magazine 2013
2: um well there was kind of uh, again it's it's a long story (laughs) everything's a long story um yeah I think 2013 we self-published and then 2015 we went kind of legit putting it in shops and stuff like that so wow
1: i still have it i like i it's amazing and and but it's it's a great way too because i feel like a rite of passage like we're blogs and you get so much inspiration from our blogs i feel like and i hope but Mm. i think as a bride and a groom and whoever's mirroring whoever it's a rite of passage to thumb through a bridal magazine and yeah
2: totally and i think like when we first decided i could tell you this really long story but i won't because we'll be here for hours (laughs) but when we first started the magazine it was literally just like we were going to a wedding fair we got invited to exhibit at a wedding fair and we needed to like try and explain to people in person what we did um and we decided to print a brochure but then we thought oh let's call it a magazine that sounds way better than just a a brochure
1: (laughs) totally um
2: And then, yeah, basically it kind of progressed naturally into becoming an actual magazine because people were so fucking excited about it. They were like, you have to do this properly. And we were like, oh, fuck, okay. (laughs) Oh, Um, shit, i got to learn how to do it then. (laughs) Literally, that's basically my whole life.
1: Like, oh, fuck, okay, I guess we're going to do this. Uh, Girl, Um, I just started a podcast. I totally get where
2: you're coming from. (laughs) I don't know what the
1: fuck I'm doing, but I (laughs) hope people listen.
2: Yeah, yeah. but yeah, basically, I feel like um, like I love print. Like, I still buy books. I still buy fucking CDs. Like, I'm kind of old. Um, but I I'm older print. than you,
1: girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, and I feel like, yeah, brides and grooms, um, they will always buy magazines. Like, as soon as you get engaged, that's what you do. You go to the store and you buy magazines.
1: And some crazy um, bitches so do it think- before they get engaged. But that's okay. That's yeah. a whole other podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think even though, you know, print is, very expensive to do and it doesn't really make that much money um it's still something that's really needed and i think having a website and an instagram or whatever is great but the magazine is actually where a lot of people find us now because they go into the news agent and it's what you know they see it alongside brides and you and your wedding and whatever and they're like oh this is different it's different Um, so it's a really good kind of a marketing tool for us as well because you know people don't might not necessarily find us on google or instagram for a little while
1: but they will find us in the shop. so oh my god your instagram is amazing we're looking at your picture here and it's funny because nathan i have dark hair like i'm i'm a brunette but i have several what would you call it nathan lots of color in my Uh, hair
0: my little pony
1: he called me my little (laughs) pony and i was like and 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 then he told he told my one of my producers carrie that you were beautiful because you had the the rainbow hair and then i said well what about me? He's like, no. I'm
0: like rude. Yeah, Kat, you are Deb's uh, Deb's inspiration. You for her hair.
1: Totally my inspiration. Oh, and if I, I wasn't so... Oh my god, you should. Be please, please. I, you know, I, I, I can't do it permanently. Like it freaks me out. Like I would legit need someone to hold my hand. Like so, I always put like little pieces. They're extensions i'm not yeah. afraid to say it <laughs> but but anyway back to I Kat. Feel the
2: opposite i feel the opposite though because i feel like if i dyed my hair my natural color i just freak out <laughs> i don't think i could do it i just be like where's my identity gone like right? why am i just
1: into the background <laughs> what is your natural color like very 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 dark brown like almost black I bet you look hot stuff though but I get what you mean like Nathan makes fun of my nails too which I feel like he can and in in honor of the podcast I have hot fucking pink right now with glitter that she had to hand sprinkle on and again right you gotta have it it's
0: it's just funny Deb and I met at a conservative wedding venue where we had to wear suits (laughs) and be dressed up all day and then here's Deb with her like my little pony hair and her 12 year old girl fingernails like that's (laughs) how we met (laughs)
1: 12 year old girl fingernails nails. That's such an excellent description. <laughs> oh my god, Kat, I brought my daughter to come with me to get my nails done and half the time Nathan goes, who picked that? You or Molly? I was like, look, uh... bitch, come on. <laughs> but the mm-hmm. other thing I want to talk about, you just put out this new amazing book that I'm like fucking freaking out about and kind of going back to well, like when you just started in 2007. I mean, look how much you've accomplished. I, like, I can't even. I'm in awe of you, and it's showing everywhere. Oh, that's so nice. That is so nice. Thank you. Um, well, I hope it's amazing. No one's read it yet. Even my husband
2: hasn't read it yet. Like, Rude. My edit- <laughs> like, my editor has read it, obviously, um, but Gareth hasn't read it. I think because he has to proofread the magazine, he's like, God, if I have to read one more thing you write, <laughs> he's like, I'll just, get, I'll just get it when it comes out. I'm like, okay. I'm done. Um, so I hope it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, but I'm very excited. I've wanted to write a book for a really, really, really long time. And I was like, almost a bit scared to admit that I wanted to write a book because I thought it was like such a big dream and something that maybe wouldn't happen for me. Right. So I didn't want to like say it out loud. Um, but yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I no, it's
1: very, very exciting. No, I, and I trust me as somebody actually a few years ago when I met Nathan, I had a, a hole in my schedule cause I was planning on writing a book and then got a call. That's a long, that's a whole other story. But, but basically I, I feel the same way because there, I feel like everything that you've done and you've seen on your blog and things that I've done and I've seen through my planning, it's it's book-worthy, girl. I mean, Mm. I I cannot wait to get my hands on a copy. And, you know, I was just thinking, you know, when we've talked a lot about alternative and and different kinds of weddings for different kinds of people, what what would you say your definition of alternative is?
2: Um, Well, I normally just say it's anything that is not super traditional. So it's anything that goes in any way against the norm. And it could just be as small as, you know, the bride wearing a colourful flower crown instead of a veil. Oh, I love or it that. could be, you know, getting married in a cemetery and walking down the aisle in a coffin. I don't know. Like, there's a, <laughs> there's a whole different. Which is actually, I've actually featured a wedding like that. It's like, it oh, I need to find that one. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you the link. It's really amazing. Um, so, yeah, like, and I think actually over the years, I've started to realise that it's less about the stuff and it's almost less about like trying to be cool and trying to think of like quirky ideas and more about just being yourself. And I feel like that's how a lot of people go into the wedding industry or they get they get engaged and they look at the wedding industry and they think, Oh, I have to fit in this box and I have to wear the white dress and get married in the church and spend thirty grand and it's really about giving people the freedom to go, actually what do we really want? Is it that we want to spend you know, hardly any money? Is it that we want to, you know, I just want to wear something from a a thrift store? Like it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's just about doing stuff that makes you happy.
1: And I think that so often, and and, and we've been talking a lot about this today too, it's like brides and grooms or grooms and grooms or brides and brides, whatever, you get so lost and so sucked into what you think you should be doing versus what you Mm -hmm. actually want to do. Uh, you know, I eloped and that might not work for everybody, but it worked for my husband. It worked for me. And, you know, I, I never pictured the big ballroom wedding. I would have loved yeah. to wear the dress. But again, I don't think that'd be white, A, because I don't deserve it. And B, because
2: <laughs> I deserve it.
1: <laughs> Girl, that was lost a while ago. Um, but but really, I mean, it's so nice, you know, as a fan of yours, but also somebody who's in the same industry. I'm tired of the same cookie cutter bullshit. I'm tired of mm. of how brides, you know, my goal of this podcast is really to try and change how this industry is viewed. I'm really tired of, you know, people and brides feeling like they have to do one thing when they want to do another. This is what the industry is dictating. Like what irritates you about the the wedding industry as a whole? <laughs> I mean go on about this for
2: a very long time. (laughs) Drink your wine, girl.
1: Drink your wine and share. (laughs)
2: Um, yeah, I feel like even like sometimes I see like even people that are quite alternative in their everyday life or they're quite like edgy or they've got tattoos or whatever. And then sometimes, you know, I see them then have their wedding and it's like, Oh, you actually went for something quite classic and I'm quite surprised and I feel like sometimes people do get sucked into that tradition
1: without even knowing. Like, because that's, that's what, what they, they feel want, like. And that's totally fine, right? But... but that's what they feel like they have to do. Versus,
2: yeah, and you, you never know if it's. Yeah, you don't know if it's because they feel like that's what they have to do, or if they that's what they really want.
1: Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. Just a few years ago, podcasting was on the fringe of the media world. Now, there are more than a half million active podcasts. We're on the verge of an information revolution. Working with pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, allows you and your business to be a part of it. Pod617 can produce your show, Soup to Nuts, with their professional producers, dynamic on-air hosts, and radio quality equipment. They produce my show and I couldn't be happier. Working with the Boston Podcast Network means becoming part of a community, allowing you to share in our success as you become a part of a professionally marketed platform. Contact Pod 617 to start planning. And in the meantime, listen, learn, and binge. Whether you're into music, sports, comedy, business, or politics, or weddings, you'll find something here for you. Visit Pod617.com. And pod we trust, bitches you can completely lose your individuality or it becomes your mother's wedding or it becomes, you know, something that... You, I see brides start to lose sight of why they are getting married to their sick other in the first place. You know, it mm. it, it, it starts to lose hey, like, we really love each other and we want to celebrate that. You know what? And I think you can attest you've been married for a little while, like you mentioned. And, you know, marriage mm. is fucking hard, man. And, like, mm. your your wedding is the first day of the rest of your life and it should be celebrated. And it doesn't matter if you have fucking shivari chairs and, like, sequin linens. Yeah. It matters if you have a solid foundation for the shit that comes after. Because, like... <laughs> yeah, know? I
2: mean, I would Truth. say... That my My biggest, like... Not annoyance, but, like like gripe maybe it's it's not really about the industry itself it's more about how some people go completely nuts when they get engaged and they just like get completely obsessed with like all these little details and all this stuff that really doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and i think the fact that the industry has been built on you know you have to have the favors and you have to have the five tier cake and you have to have the whatever um people do get sucked into that very easily and it's kind of like not i don't know not upsets me, but just I think like, really? Are you gonna really care about those flavours in two years' time? Probably not.
1: No. And you and this yeah. and the funny thing is, and you don't, and it's like I like to showcase a beautiful wedding, don't get me wrong. And I and I help create them. But I think my favorite part is, you know, I did a wedding a few weeks ago that had some glitches that the bride didn't know about. Actually, if if you look on my site from a few weeks ago, I wrote about it and she, you know, I had to re ice part of her cake and I I had to you know, scoop shit off the floor when the dog poops, like no joke. And yeah, a little <laughs> like, yeah, a little crazy, <laughs> like disgusting. But they were the nicest couple and they were so good mm. to and they were good for each other. And it was their wedding and it wasn't a backyard. And, you know, things happen, shit happens, no pun. But, you know, they're going to look back and know that that wedding was 100 percent about them versus what they thought mm. it should be or what the industry is dictating. I feel like our industry is so deeply flawed right now.
0: We talk about it all mm. the time to to focus on the few things that are really important to you and just let yeah. everything else go and don't worry about it
2: yeah because you can't like micromanage everything and I think you can tell like well I, I feel like I can tell when I look at a set of wedding photos, I feel like I can kind of tell if a couple were a little bit neurotic like <laughs> in the photos but like if they're just like yeah, fuck this and their photos are just like them like screaming and be like having really, a
0: good time.
1: Really like it really doesn't matter if the cake collapses or. I mean, and that shit's funny yeah. in retrospect. <laughs> like you have to think too. Like okay, fine, whatever happens, happens. I actually posted yeah. uh, a wedding where it was this like gorgeous, gorgeous, elegant wedding on bachelors' spread a few months ago. But the whole hupa fell down, and like uh. there's, and I showed it <laughs> because I thought that was actually kind of funny. You know what? They still got married. They still, yeah. you know what I mean? Like shit's gonna happen, and it's fine, and it's and and i feel the same way with the with the wedding industry too it's just you like I, it sometimes i'm embarrassed to be part of it you know i really am cuz because it, it's it turns it turns something that is so sacred and something that's should really be celebrated and that you you actually have to fight for later on like marriage is hard mm. man like you got to you got to fight for it and then it turns it into kind of a circus
0: what up gangsters from Pod617.com, it's Shawshanked, the
1: podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Buck Nick Stevens. You want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. Hattie Blake. Come on,
0: do it, kill me. It's Georgie Kipp. This movie has everything. Kiss masks, Lee Trevino,
2: Shawshanked. Movies that you get, Shawshanked by Shawshank.
1: I guess I just miss my friend.
0: Shawshanked. Make sure to check for new episodes of Shawshanked regularly at Pod617.com. The Boston Podcast Network. God we trust. Cat, I would love to know, I'm sure you get a lot of submissions, do you ever have anything that's too crazy for the blog?
2: Mm, no.
0: No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Um, oh, I don't think so. Not in terms of weddings. We did feature a shoot recently where the couple were like actually having sex. Oh my god! <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> and it was actually like, I saw the photos and I was like, holy fuck. But then they were actually really tasteful. Like you couldn't see it wasn't like porn or anything. Like you couldn't see anything. But it was like actually really well done. And it was like we got hardly any negative comments. I was so surprised.
1: <laughs> There's always one fucking negative comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that is it am- be a million. But yeah, <laughs> that is amazing. Honestly, I think that is that trumps pretty much anything I've ever seen. In my life, yeah, honestly. I'll send you the link. <laughs> please, seriously, please do. I also
2: think like. I'm quite like we're really lucky Like we do have a really great great readers and great followers like We featured a wedding a few weeks ago where the groom was a cross dresser and they both wore a wedding dress They actually both wore the same I, wedding dress.
1: I saw that that was amazing yeah, and
2: heels and he looked amazing She looked amazing. I was so excited to feature it. And They were like, oh, we can't believe you accepted it We didn't think like we didn't have any details and I was like, are you kidding me? You guys are like amazing but, and we featured it, and we did not have one negative comment.
1: But that goes to be, like, like think, let him be who he is. She's marrying right. that person,
2: you know? Right. I think maybe on Instagram we had one person that was like, I don't understand this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there, was no, there was no, like, really horrible comment anywhere, which is really amazing when you think about 2018 on the internet.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, people always have a nasty comment to stay in yeah. <laughs> there. <Yeah. laughs> Oh my god! And what would you, I mean for you? Like, if you would you change anything about your wedding now that you know what you know now? I mean, I would change
2: everything about
1: my wedding, <laughs> apart from the man I married, obviously. Good. Obviously, but, um,
2: but yeah, I mean, we got married nearly eleven years ago, so like we're completely different people now. Like, I, I would not wear the same dress. We would not pick the same venue. We wouldn't have the same color scheme. We wouldn't have the same cake. Oh my god. (laughs) 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 I get that girl. (laughs) I have my sisters, that's fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like we literally change everything, but it does eat. it doesn't affect my daily life. I'm not there going, God, I wish I was wearing a rainbow skirt instead of a white one.
1: No, but you know like, what? Because you because you wear that today. and You wear that now, and that's <laughs> why I fucking love funny. you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I got to ask about your cats because I have... Oh, please do. Oh, my God, I love your cats <laughs> so much. So <laughs> if you go to Cat's Instagram page, she is the most... What? Their long hair, like, they make faces, I swear to God. Uh, I, I like, yeah,
2: but I feel like that, too. Like, people say that cats can't make expressions, but ours at Absolutely can. And I'm not just saying that as a crazy cat lady.
1: <laughs> You're not. I have two also, and I'm, like, obsessed with them. And I know most people are dog people. Nathan's, like, rolling his eyes. He's got a dog, and he's like, ugh, fuck you and your cats. No. But I'm like, no, like, I can't.
0: Well, you also have some very like- antisocial cats. I there do. Dead, so. They
1: only like me. <laughs> uh, well,
2: my cats, they're main Coons, so they're actually oh. quite dog-like. They're very, like, especially Henry, the boy. He literally follows us around like a dog. It's oh. ridiculous.
1: Oh, Ridiculous. Um, I can't, like, seriously, like, where uh, my producer is looking up your cats right because I'm like, ah,
2: I forgot my password and I got locked out of Instagram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I could do two things at once, I would show you, but I really can't. I'm really not gonna. No, I No, but that is awesome. Well, Kat, is there anything we're forgetting? Is there anything you want to share? Um,
2: no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm just really excited about the book coming out, it comes out in January. Um, and people can pre-order it now on our website or they can get it in uh, Barnes & Noble if you're in the States or all the normal bookshops if you're in the UK. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm most excited about right now, I suppose.
1: And Bride is, the book is called The Ultimate Guide for Al- for Alternative Brides. And, I like, I seriously can't wait to get my hands on one only because of you, CAD. Because I, I like, oh, you're, it's true, like, your style, like I said, I'm a fan. I was a fan first before any of this and then getting to meet you six years ago i can't fucking believe it was six years ago i feel a hundred um crazy right i was at the virgin (laughs) voyage girl i was at the first blog academy yeah so oh i know it's like forever ago so a lot has changed since then and you are doing an amazing job you are an amazing inspiration for brides and grooms everywhere and you're an amazing inspiration i think for any Female who kind of takes a, a hobby that's a pastime And like fucking slays every day Like you're amazing Kat, what, Well I uh, absolutely we... do
2: not slay every day But thank you Cat, <laughs> <laughs> if, if
0: people want to pre-order the book what, what website do they visit?
2: They can visit my website
1: So rockandrollbride.com Slash shop Oh my god, that is amazing! And if you if you go to rock and roll dot uh, take two if you go to rockandrollbide <laughs> um, slash shop, you also find so many other goodies in that shop. I've perused and participated. It's it's fantastic. And like I said, I am so happy. I can't thank you enough. Like you made my whole fucking year by being here, girl. And oh, you're welcome. <laughs> just happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. You can find all episodes of the Bitchless Bride podcast on pod617.com, the podcast network. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at bitchlessbride.com and Instagram at bitchlessbride. And my website is bitchlessbride.com. Follow me on Facebook, too, while you're at it, peeps. Thanks.